What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Challenge, a podcast all about MTV's The Challenge. Sitting here, as usual, is Brian. Sitting across the internet from me is... Sweet Tea. Oh. No Amanda tonight. No Hillary ever again. She's been having migraines all week, stressed out at work. So I told her, I'm like, hey, don't worry about it. Just go to bed. Yeah. The, yeah, so. this podcast should not be a priority oh. for people doing it or listening to it. Just FYI. Exactly. So she is out of here for the, for the evening. She hopes to be back next week. And she's kind of bummed since uh, there is some stuff to celebrate in this episode, but we'll get to it. <laughs> uh, first up, head over to challengepod.com. Links to join the Facebook group, which is hopping. Still, people, I think think that they are joining a group about the official podcast <laughs> as they list Tori and Anissa as the host of the show. But hey, we'll take it where we can get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not offended. That's all right. Yeah. We're over uh, 2,100 members now. Whoa. Yeah, it is Hop blowing in. up. Yeah, cool. Hop in. Cool. I remember the good old days when we'd celebrate like our 150th member. 200th. Yep. Now we don't even know. We're now it's like, a mystery. Yeah, people are joining. Yeah, that's that's all we need to know. Uh, you can also join our Patreon, Tim. What do people get for joining Patreon? Years and years and years worth of after show and pre-show content. So if you want to listen to more of us, that's how you would go about doing that. Um, we send you out goodies every once in a while. Like we just sent out the Valentine's Day cards. Uh, since we've sent them out, a few more patrons have sent me your addresses. Um and I think Alphonse sent me one saying he didn't receive his. So we do have another. We'll have round two um, coming out pretty soon, I think. We'll have to send a few more. Um, and for $2 a month, we say your name. So thank you to Abby, Ali, Alphonse, Alvin, Amanda, Anias, Andrew, Angela, April, Ashley, Belle, Bethany, Caitlin, Carlin, Caroline, Cass, Cassandra, Christian, Christopher, Danielle, Daz, Edward, Elise, Amelia, Ethan, George, Greg, Heidi, Hercules, Jamie, Jamie, Janelle, Jen, Caitlin, Katie, Kyla, Laura, Leanne, Lashari, Lily, Lizzie, LJ, Luke, Patty, Rolden, Ryan, Sarah, Sarah Lynn, Scott, Seth, uh, Shakar, Shelby, Simon, Stephanie, Summer, Tara, Victoria, and Xavier. Woo! Man, what a list. What a list. Thank you, everybody. Very humbling every every time. Yeah, it's great. Um, before we get into the actual show talk, because that's going to be boring. Um, <laughs> two things, since we were talking about the Facebook group, I should point out that, uh, our good friend Christian, uh, showed us a screenshot of cheatsheet.com that was listing an article where apparently on the official podcast, Tori said that Josh asked a sexual favor from Anissa. Yeah. And he asked her for a BJ. Um, and it said, following the episode, big fan, bit episode favorite, following the episode, fan favorite, big T, whatever her last name is, join Tori for the official podcast, comma, and then it says challenged, 
with like a link. <laughs> and apparently it links to one of our episodes. No shit. That's so awesome. Somebody, somebody fucked that up. Good. To unpack the drama and reveal background information that didn't make the edit. Nice. So, yeah. All right. So, yeah, Christian posted it. Said it even links to your episode. And he says, <laughs> ba- bank error in your favor. Hey, I'll take it. Seth. Yeah. Seth in the chat room says, I've seen other articles at other websites that list challenged as the official podcast. Uh, send them, man. I would love to see that. That's hilarious. Send them. Yeah. We'll uh, take it. Page, page two gang rise up. <laughs> page two of the Patreon peeps. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. People are saying, have her go to the chiropractor. She can't go to the chiropractor anymore because she had to have back surgery years ago. Um, so she can no longer have her uh, vertebrae adjusted because mm. one of her discs were slipped out and they had to shave part of the disc off. So Ooh, yikes! So they don't want you know she can't have that readjusted anymore. Yeah. Uh, good times. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about. I don't know if you had seen this. There's going to be a boxing pay per view where Big Brother Canada stars are going to fight Big Brother U.S. stars. Oh, really? Yes. And over half the competitors from the U.S. are from Challenge. No way. Uh, who, are the, who are some of them? So Casey's going to be fighting. Like, I don't know who any of the Canada people are, so fuck them. Right. But Casey's going to be fighting. Fessy's going to be fighting. Jose's going to be fighting. Oh, blast from the past. And Josh is going to be fighting. Oh, I can't wait to Somebody, see that. Somebody is going to get paid to punch Josh in the face. Oh, I'm man. I'm just disappointed it's not me. <laughs> Living the dream. Living the dream. When is this? What are some more details about this thing? Uh, I don't know. It's happening this summer sometime. Okay. So there may have to be, maybe we'll we'll get the pay-per-view and uh, we'll sit and maybe live do a live commentary during it or something. I don't know. That would be, that's a fantastic idea. We should definitely do that. Yeah. Ah, so, and, uh, Natalie is going to host it. She's going to be one of the hosts. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's yeah. cool. So um, lots of people we know from the big brother world. Yeah. Be boxing, which is fucking weird. That's cool. Um, all right. We've got, I've got other, some, some other stuff to plug at the top of the show because I've Good. forgotten to do it. Um, listen to brace in place. Sometimes Hillary's yes. show. If you're into Snowpiercer, that's, it's a good little podcast brace in place. Um, my eight-year-old daughter started a YouTube channel. She's obsessing over her her number of subscribers. So if you want to make an eight-year-old girl very, very happy, look up doodledoo underscore 2012 games on YouTube and subscribe. She will be super thrilled. Yes. And I should have plugged it last week, but forgot. I did an episode of Couch Pilots. We reviewed a oh, yeah. pilot called Second Guessers. Uh, it is on their feed. If you want to hear me talk on another podcast, Couch Pilots, look for the episode Second Guessers. Oh. It's fun. It's a fun show. But I think I'm on the outs with the Couch Pilot guys. They haven't talked to me in a while. They they surprise me every once in a while. Just like shoot me an invitation. But I think me and you have done about the same number of shows. Think so? I think so. Don't you? I've done maybe four or five. Oh, I don't know. I don't keep track. Yeah. I always feel bad when I get there because I just don't. I don't listen to like many podcasts anymore, so I don't listen to theirs. Yeah. I also have a rule about not listening to the podcasts that people I know. 
<laughs> Why? Because uh, I'm friends with these guys. Turned out I actually sort of worked with one of them who do a horror podcast. And they run, they ran, well, they run a horror news site called Bloody Good Horror. Mm-hmm. And they're like, good guys. I like them. And we're friends and stuff. But they would constantly say stuff that was wrong, like on their show. <laughs> like when that yeah. Predators movie was coming out. Yeah. They kept talking about how Robert Rodriguez was directing it. And I'm, I kept telling him, like, he's not directing it. He's producing it. Yeah, it was the the nerdy guy from the original Predator directed it, right? Uh, he did The Predator. Oh, sorry. Right. Yep. This is Predators. Okay. Right, right, right. right. The one on the alien yeah. planet. Yeah. Yeah. So I would tell him, like, hey, you know, you keep saying Robert Rodriguez directed, blah, blah, blah. And then they would be like, oh, did you push your glasses up, you fucking troll nerd? <laughs> and so I, it just got frustrating. I'm just like, well, I'm not the one running a horror news site and right. saying wrong information. So I just I had to stop listening. And it's stuff like that that's just like, you know, I feel like I want to tell people to help them correct whatever wrong information. And then all I get is shit on. So Yeah. No, people aren't interested in that. I'll save my feelings. Yeah, do it. Uh, um, good idea. is how amazing would it be if before Josh's fight, it cuts to CT's music and he comes out and smashes Josh. <laughs> Give me the goof. I would love that. I don't care who the hell beats up Josh. No. He can't, he can't possibly win though. He's too big of a goof. Oh, no, he is. That chin sticks out just like a giant target. <laughs> right. Ooh. So. All right. Well, th- this episode, I have a feeling is going to be a fast one. They always are when it's yeah. just me and you, Wolfie. But uh, this one even faster than usual because there's nothing good to talk about. Not really. This is a drama centric episode. Yeah. And you know how much how much we love those. Monk. All right. Well, this is episode twelve. Tinker, Taylor, Bunny, Spy. I don't know what Bunny stands for in this, like. Bunny is a CT, right? Is he Bunny? Yeah, she's the hawk and he's Bunny. Oh, that's right. I forgot about their little code name things. Yeah. Yeah, that makes more sense then. I don't get anything else though. What is the other reference? Tinker Tailor uh, T- Bunny Spy. Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy is a spy novel and they made it into a movie with Gary Oldman. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, um, so CT, a big T, do the previously on, which is pretty awesome. So, Big T's in the middle of doing her was her balance training. CT's yeah. throwing pillows at her. So that's a lot of fun. Yep. We talked uh, about that on a previous episode. Pretty yeah, it was a cute little yeah. moment. Uh, so we are back down to the crater where we left off last episode as we were bitching and moaning that we were not uh, going to get an elimination. Yep. Uh, security breach. What is it? Last time we had a security breach, uh, Ashley came back. Yeah, it turns out, I guess, security breach is just uh, something unexpected is about to happen. There seems to be no other uh, thing that ties these two events together. Um, in this case, the security breach is that it's a double elimination. What? Everybody starts freaking out as they yep. should. Yep. Um, and so we've talked about this before, that sometimes the producers, it feels like, makes up rules on the spot, depending on who's going in and what the what the what what's going on in the house and stuff like that. Uh, I really do feel like this is a decision they made because they see they saw like well CT versus Devin is not necessarily a good fight. Mm-hmm. CT versus Josh probably is better. 
Um, this is a chance for them to kind of pull some strings, get CT what he wants, even though he didn't really earn it. Yeah. You Did you get that impression or no? Uh, I mean, sure. But I think that they may have also come up with it just because now they have two rogue agents mm-hmm. for guys, which means we'd have to have two guys eliminations two weeks in a row. And there's still a girl's skull sitting out there that needs to be claimed. Right. So maybe they're like, yeah, let's just fucking just do a double, double men's. We'll just get this taken care of tonight. Right. And then they came up with, well, Devin and uh, Gabby got the most votes. But who got the second most votes? That'll still let us throw Josh in. It'll still make it an interesting elimination. Right. So, yep, Josh and Nani got picked. They're going down. Yep. So from here, I guess CT gets to pick competitors for both of them, right? That's right. He gets to pick both the matchups. Yep. And he just straight up says, Devin, who do you want? <laughs> Which is just like, dude, that's fucked up. I think that's kind of like, cool. It is cool, but it's just like in front of everybody. Like there's no <laughs> hiding it. There's no secret conversation. He nope. just screams it out. So. Yeah. I thought that was cool though. Cause I mean, Devin and CT are sort of working together. He can give Devin who he wants. Um, I don't know. I thought it was a cool, I thought it was a cool move. Uh, Devin picks Darrell. Yep. Uh, terrible pick because Darrell is j- just a phenomenal competitor and uh, Devin stands no chance against him in basically anything and uh, basically anything. Um, but as Devin sort of explained why he did it, it made total sense to me that, you know, he's in the other alliance on the other side of the house. And if CT can knock out Josh and if Devin can knock out Darrell, it flips the whole house. Uh, yeah. So now the, the sort of minority alliance becomes the majority and they can sort of, you know, make a lot of chaos in the house. That made a lot of sense. And of course, this is not a headbanger, so um, mm-hmm. Devin has a better chance than than yeah. usual against Darrell. So not the worst shot in the world, I don't think. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously for the next one, CT picks Josh to mm-hmm. go against Josh. The yep, which we knew was going to happen, and is was a smart move. Yep. Uh, Darrell uh, seems totally unfazed. He does not seem threatened at all. Uh, neither does yeah. CT. Both of the people going going in there seem very, very confident. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in the chat room, Katie is saying he should have picked Fessy because Fessy's a big old dummy. So <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, Fessy would have been another good good shot, I guess. I wonder why. Maybe just because Fessy has a gold skull and he doesn't, he didn't need two, or maybe two gold uh, skulls would make him a bigger target. Who knows? Who knows? Um, well, I think he said it just goes back, back up for grabs. Like he doesn't have two of them. Oh, just, I don't know. Just be one. We, we don't. I mean, we don't officially know because it didn't happen. So yeah, probably the producers don't even fucking know. They got to wait until it probably happens not. before like, they yeah, figure fuck, out. Fuck. What are we gonna do now? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we've seen this one before. They're playing Dead Ringer. CT has changed it up, or CT TJ has changed it up though. Poles are higher and they're further away. And in this one, there's puzzle pieces on them. You have to swing, knock the puzzle pieces onto the ground, and then hop down and complete a uh, puzzle. Mm-hmm. A tangerine, as Darrell calls it. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, CT is dominating at these tangram puzzles. We've seen yep. him do, I mean, at, at any puzzle, really, but he's killed these tangrams bef- like before several times. And finally, we get somebody in the house calling out CT on his good puzzle skills. Anissa says straight up, CT's awesome at puzzles. Do not do not sleep on him. No. 
Devin is pretty pretty excited by this. He's good mm-hmm. at puzzles. So, I mean, there's a little bit of a physical thing, but then, it you know, I think we all know it's, it's going to come down to a puzzle. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, everybody's excited. Yep. First up, Devin and Darrell. Um, nothing, I guess, super crazy. Just they all get their puzzle pieces down, and then it comes down to the puzzle, and they're mm-hmm. going... Yeah, you know, how do you how do you say they're going neck and neck? I mean, they're both trying to solve the puzzle. Yeah, any Devin, of them. He's usually really good at this, but he kind of freezes up. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Darrell, who doesn't seem like he's doing too good at it, uh, suddenly just gets the right combination and knocks it in. Yep, these tanagrams—that's how they are, man. It's like you can struggle for a half hour, but when something clicks, it's you solve it in five seconds. You know. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I, I think Devin had a good shot to win here, but Darrell is Darrell. Darrell wins at stuff, and Darrell won. Uh, Darrell tells him afterwards, hey, no hard feelings. Just mm-hmm. we're, playing, we're playing the game. That's how it goes. Yep. I love and it Devin when people win and lose uh, with some sort of dignity. Yeah. Um, and Devin, for all of his faults, and he has many, he's very self-aware. He was he was talking shit about himself, saying like, oh, yeah. I have I wrote down his quote here. He's like, and all that shit I was talking to, not good, <laughs> not good. Um, just sort of admitting that, you know, he's yeah. full of shit. He talks a big game, but can't really back it up. And he got his ass kicked. Yeah. yeah. Well, as he said, like, you know, talk a bunch of shit, completely freeze up on the puzzle. <laughs> Classic Devin. Classic Devin. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I've said it before in this podcast. I can forgive a lot of faults in people as long as they're sort of self-aware about it. I think that's why I like Corey. Corey kind of knows he's Corey just knows who he is, you know? Yeah. And Kyle and all these people are kind of shithead people, but they're, they're accepting of their shitheadedness. And so that makes me accepting of it. Yeah. Well, I feel like Devin just knows like, look, I'm just doing crazy shit on purpose (laughs) just to make it entertaining. Yeah. So that's fine. He's our agent of chaos on, on the challenge. (sighs) Exactly. Love it. Uh, so that's CT versus the goof, the goof, uh, this one, they're both a little heavier than Durrell and Devin. So <laughs> there's just a lot of giant swinging man babies as somebody, <laughs> somebody said, I think it was Kyle said, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's just, yeah, I don't know. It seemed like it was kind of hard for them to get their momentum going. So you got these big dudes like CT says he's doing baby steps across this podium, <laughs> trying to get his momentum going. Yeah. And I feel like that bungee cord was not helping. I feel like it was sagging them down. So they would come swing back at the podium and they're almost like crawling across it. How far down there. Yeah. I noticed that with Josh uh, in particular, because when Devin and Darrell were up there, it looked like they could barely sort of touch with their tippy toes. And Josh was like hitting his knees on the platform as the, as he came back. It's, I don't, and I don't know which is easier. You know, it, it seems yeah. like if you're lower, you can get a little more like get a get your foot placed a little better on the platform. But if you're higher, mm. you can maybe go a little faster. I don't know. I'm not sure which is easier. Yeah. Um, so they both get going. They both, you know, finally get their momentum going and they're both sort of knocking off puzzle pieces pretty well, pretty well. And then I noticed Josh like drags his knees across podium once mm-hmm. and that basically grinds him to a stop. So he yeah, has to start done. all over again. He's done. Yeah. Uh, CT's able to knock his down. I mean, basically just runs down, grabs his pieces, which he points out, uh, which I noticed in the first, uh, the first elimination 
that everybody's just kind of throwing them willy nilly down to the ground. And he mm-hmm. points out, uh, like a pro tip. If you knock all your pieces down into one spot, you don't have to run all over the course to collect them. Yep. So, which I was like, yeah, that makes way more sense. Yep. One of the things that makes him a champ, I guess you always, you're, you're looking at the end of the game too, not just trying to get through the first phase. Yeah. So, so he just hops, hops down, picks them up. And then it feels like he just puts them together in the puzzle. (laughs) Like, like once doesn't even have to change anything out. Mm-hmm. Uh, J- Josh never even got his last puzzle piece. He was still hung up there. Yep. So I was I was so God. happy for that too. I know. I, I mean, I'm happy no matter how Josh goes out, but I'm really happy that CT just made it look easy and destroyed him. Josh didn't even get to the puzzle. I thought that was great. <laughs> so it says CT jumping off the platform looks like fucking Kong in the new movie trailer. <laughs> There were some cool slow-mo shots of CT looking like a fucking superhero diving off that platform and stuff. Yeah. Uh, So Josh loses like uh, a shocking twist of fate. He did not cry after losing, which is like a miracle. I could not believe that, but you did. I wonder if he was so overwhelmed with anger for Devin. Um, (laughs) Probably. Cause you like, I kept seeing Devin kind of crack jokes and Josh was just having none of it. I wrote down here, Devin says like, Hey Josh, we have more in common than we thought. Like kind of joking around. Like we both lost this. And Josh just said, fuck off. Like, fuck off. Jesus, man. You're gonna, this, this is not that serious. Just relax. Man, he's an idiot. He is an idiot. Uh, so the goof is gone for the season as of now. Uh, Yes, thank you. Him and Nani have to have some weird emotional goodbye. Yeah, bizarre. Fucking weird. Um, She's just going on and on about like, oh, you were so good to me. You were so blah, 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 blah. blah." (laughs) So, whatever. Yeah. So they're out of there. Uh, Then it comes to, hey, let's pick some, let's pick some partners. Or stay with some partners, depending on, you know, what everybody's choice is. Mm-hmm. Uh, CT, in a confessional, says he is uh, a little concerned. What should he do? Yeah. Should he stick with Big T, or should he try to get an upgrade to help better his game for the rest of the season? Yeah. Uh, see, uh, Kyle definitely makes a comment about how everybody's kind of celebrating the CT and... Uh, uh, Darrell won, and Kyle's like, "Why are we celebrating? These people are good. We want them to go home." Right? Yeah, Kyle's yeah, Kyle's smart in the game. He really is. He sees things in ways that other people don't. I think. Uh, so TJ CT, what are you gonna do? You gonna stick with uh, Big T, or you gonna pick a new partner? Mm-hmm. Uh, CT turns around, starts yelling, "Cam, I want Cam. Give me Cam down here." And everybody's shocked because they don't know kind of what's going on. Like, yeah, is he just fucking around or what? But all of a sudden, he's just jumping up and down and like yelling and stuff. Yeah, it was super weird. And I think people kind of, I don't know. I don't know if they thought he was joking because, you know, he has gotten along so well with Big T. Um, I, I don't know. Everybody seemed really shocked by this behavior, including me, by the way. Yeah. It was weird, and Big T's kind of put off by it. Um, it's just, yeah, I don't know. 
is a weird display since we've been seeing most of the season of nice CT. Yeah. It's really encouraging to big T and all in this stuff. And it was just this weird turn out of mm-hmm. seemingly out of nowhere. Yeah. So, I wonder, I wonder what CT was thinking. Like what, what did he obviously didn't pull off whatever he was trying to do. Yeah. Um, so what was he thinking with this like crazy display? I'd really like to get in his head and figure out, figure yeah. that out. But it did. It was very disrespectful. It was very rude. I was cringing for poor uh, Big T, just looking so defeated and confused, and you know, disrespected yeah. down there. Um, not not a great moment for for CT. No. And Amanda points out how horrible this is, since uh, essentially Big T performing super well in this uh, in this last. Uh, mission or whatever mm-hmm. is kind of what got ct to be able to go in and get his skull yep and i uh, i wonder too like I, I mean i'm not trying to talk bad about the challenge although i'm about to smack his head and eat it it's like if if the challengers knew all the rules to this fucking show they might make different decisions because i kind of think that the final is not going to be run in pairs because how could it, if only one of the partners has a gold skull, the other one's sitting at home, they're not going to have some people singular and some pairs. So I kind of think it's going to be a a singles final. And if CT knew that it was a singles final, I wonder if he would have kept big T because he's focused. The only reason he switched is he wants to win. He wants to get a partner with a gold skull, a strong one. So they won't be a target. And Mm -hmm. so that they can win challenges, be double agents. And I get all that. But if it was, if he knew that he was going to run the final by himself, yeah. I wonder if he would have just stuck with her. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a weird scenario. Did not come off well. No, it did uh, not. Then the other side of the coin, Kyle gets really pissed off because apparently CT had told him like, I won't, I'm not going to steal cam. So don't worry about it. Right. Which completely backfired. Yeah, CT is sort of burning some bridges here, but it is close to the final, and so maybe he just sort of doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, he must not. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, he pissed off Big T. He pissed off Kyle. Um, he's really um, he's really needing some friends in this house at this point. Yeah. Uh, CT's so ecstatic. Leroy tells him to calm down. She's still my girlfriend. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, so that was weird. Uh, Durrell does a big old fake out, says he's thinking about switching some things up, looks up at the, up at the gallery, but then says he's going to pick Amber stays with Amber. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't even realize at this point that we had so many fucking people without partners. Uh, <laughs> but then Kyle, Kyle picks out of uh Nani Gabby and big T he picks Nani. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're reunited. Yep. She doesn't seem very happy about it. No, and he doesn't either, but she was probably his best option, but not a great option yeah. for him. No. Uh, Corey picks Gabby, so rest in peace, Gabby. <laughs> uh, but I got to give it to Corey. He had a he had a reason. He said, I, I watched her do a puzzle. I know I can't do puzzles, so I'm going to go with her. Smart. Yeah. That was a smart move. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then by elimination, Nam and Big T end up together. Yep. Which I think is a good fit after, after being with Lolo, maybe <laughs> yeah. he just yeah he, he needs somebody with a lot more compassion, <laughs> and someone right. that he could help build up. So I think it'd be good for both of them. But 
Yep. The thing that I noticed when when Corey and Nam came walking down from that platform to to meet their new partners, neither of them seemed excited. Like usually there's big hugs and, you know, can't wait to do this with you. And this time they just sort of quietly shuffled next to each other. And that was about all they did. They they all looked awkward and uncomfortable with the arrangement. So. Uh, So somebody, I don't remember who, uh, basically, I think maybe it was Corey. That this uh, this security breach has pretty much like shook the whole house. Like everybody's got new partners almost, mm-hmm. and just completely threw everything into a tornado. So it really did. I, I'm a fan of that. I love seeing the the fallout. Yeah. Um. So we get back to the house. Uh, Gabby's sad that Devin left. Who the fuck cares? Uh, the weird thing is Nani's like crying because Josh is gone. Yeah. What is this? And then she's like talking about how like she was teamed up with Kyle before was just not into the game, teamed up with Josh. And he's so amazing. He's lifted me up and like all this stuff. And <laughs> it I'm makes just, me like, feel so good hell? about myself. Yeah. So yeah. it's weird. People like Nani that are sort of like emotionally fragile. They really, they need to take a season off between seasons. This is otherwise, this is what we get. We get yeah. meltdowns all the time. But maybe she felt bad that Josh didn't cry when he got eliminated, so she had to do it. <laughs> she had to make up for his lack of tears. It's like, don't cry, Nani. Suck my dick. <laughs> um, even So they cut to a confessional with Casey talking about Josh leaving, and she seemed emotional too, right? She seemed like yeah. she was trying to kind of hold back tears. Um, oh, what the fuck? I don't get it, man. I've I've mentioned this before. I don't know why the house seems to like Josh. But mm-hmm. every single comment that you read on the internet or every single person you talk to, they all hate him. What is this? Yeah. It's really weird. I don't, I don't know. Like there's people that like, I don't like that. I can understand how other people could, and could like them. Yeah. Sure. Do not, do not see that with Josh. Yeah. Same. He's just straight up annoying all around. I don't yep. understand it. I don't get it. Uh, we get Kyle talking to Leroy and Cam about how mad he is at CT. Uh, CT eventually walks in, and then him and Kyle kind of go back and forth at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, CT basically just tells Kyle, like, you're you're a sneaky backstabber, too, so you just got a taste of your own medicine. Yeah. Just get over it, bro. Get over it. Take yep. the L. Yeah, I think this is when CT starts his sort of differentiation between, like, it wasn't a lie, it's a broken promise. Yeah. Um, which is like, fuck you, CT. That's the same fucking thing. Yeah. Um, don't try to justify it. I think you would have gotten better further with Kyle by just saying like, yeah, I lied. You know, I, I told you I wouldn't, I did it. You know, yeah. that's fine. That's what Kyle does when he's caught lying. He's just like, yeah, all right. I lied. Okay. <laughs> I mm. mean, don't turn it into a fight. Just say it. That's fine. Yeah. I don't know. So they just go back and forth and eventually Kyle just leaves. He's just like, whatever. Yeah. Done with this. Yep. Uh, Brian, Kyle Brian and the, uh, right. sorry, uh, Kyle and Big T just seem completely devastated by the yeah. by what happened in the crater. Uh, it's too bad. Uh, Brian in the chat room says Josh has never been a jerk to the women in the house, so I think that's why they all feel comfortable around him. Might be true. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Yeah. Uh, I always feel he comes off creepy to all the girls, but what the fuck do I know? I do too, but I'm not a girl, so I guess I'm not, I can't say. 
Uh, Seth says, I think the only reason people like Josh in the house is he's a train wreck and a total non-threat to win. Yeah, that's probably a good point. Plus, I imagine his theatrics might be entertaining since they don't have TV or anything. All right. Both good points. Hey, everybody, look at me. Yeah. I'm about to cry for something. <laughs> right. Uh, Big T gets upset, says she feels used. She trusted CT, and he kind of turned his back on her with his weird theatrics at the at the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is this is also where we get a cam confessional. She says, I think she sums it up pro- perfectly here. She says, he didn't do anything wrong by picking me as a partner, but he was wrong in how he did it. Yeah. Um, definitely true. He should have been That's a true. lot more sensitive to, to Big T. Yeah. Yep. And unfortunately, as we're going to see here in a little bit, he kind of doubles down on it. But Yeah. Disappointment number two with CT in a little bit. Uh, the next morning, we see Nam limping around. His back is in horrible pain. Mm-hmm. Not good. Finally, he's having to admit it to the house. He says he was just sort of hiding it for a while, but now it's yeah. he can't hide it. He looks uncomfortable. He looks awkward. Mm. Um. Hey, field trip to the hot springs. Oh, who gives a fuck about this? Doesn't this look delightful though? I would fucking go do this in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, it looked great, but um, yeah. super boring to watch on TV and an yeah. already too long episode. Um, yeah. We didn't need all this, man. This was like 15 minutes at the stupid hot spring and nothing happened. It was just musical yeah. montages of people in a fucking pool of water. Who gives right. a shit? Yeah. The only things to really uh, mention, uh, Leroy does a big toast, mm-hmm. which I thought was nice. His nice little vet sort of toast that he's doing. Just hey, everybody, let's enjoy this. Put all the shit behind us for the day and just enjoy it. Yep. Uh, CT sends Big T champagne to try to like apologize. Yeah, but doesn't actually say anything, so that's fucking weird. That was super weird. I think he would have gone further by delivering it himself and having a little yeah. talk with her. But exactly. Um, and then Nani mentions she wants to choose Fessy if she gets a chance to. Which yeah, she won't. Sure. Why wouldn't she? Yeah. Uh, Ben's back. Finally gave out from carrying his. T- I don't. Seth, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Uh, this is um, supposed to be Nam's. Nam's back finally gave out from carrying his team all season. Oh, that's that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Um. So we have we have a shot of Corey consoling Big T at that hot spring, and he says, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter who your partner is, and I think that's totally true. This, in terms of like a partner season, this is a super fucked up partner season. And so while I understand why Big T and Kyle are hurt by this, I also don't understand why it matters that much. Um. Yeah. You know, you just sort of have to have to keep playing the best game that you can, and you can always switch up and get a new partner. And you know, as we're about to see, you can become a rogue agent and just be safe that week. So there's there's other options in this game. Yeah. Uh, we get back to the house. Nam's laying down on the couch. He says his back pain's up to about a nine. Yeah, and Leroy says, <laughs> Leroy says, you look like you're looking at a dead body. Right. <laughs> it's uh, Anissa and Cam are just sort of staring at him on this couch. And yeah, he's just sort of laying there completely motionless. Yeah. So he sucks it up, finally goes to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Everybody kind of talks him into it. Like, you only got one back now. You need to go to the hospital. Yep. So off he goes. Uh, CT starts fire, brings Big T over to have a chat with her. And s'mores. Um, and s'mores. The s'mores part is a good idea, man. Who can be mad while eating s'mores? They're fucking delicious. I agree, but I don't even think they get to the s'mores. I don't think so, because CC royally fucked up his apology. 
Yeah, so he brings a big T over and basically just says, "All right, unload on me. What's what's going on?" And mm-hmm. I'm like, "How do you think this is going to be good? Like, that's not a good way to start this conversation." <laughs> uh, so he, uh, she immediately starts crying, and then she keeps telling him, "Like, look, I get the point that you wanted a different partner. That she says she doesn't even have a problem with." Yeah. Like, she's like, I understand. Like, I'm not the best competitor here. You want to do really good in the final. But the way you did it was embarrassing and just made me feel like garbage. Mm -hmm. And I think it's totally degrading, which I agree with. I do, too. And I think CT agrees because up to this point, he's doing okay with his apology. He's nodding quietly. He's listening and he's saying, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. You're right. I know it. You're right. So, so far, so far, so good, CT. You're doing okay. And then but he then, goes this this weird thing where he's like, yeah, but you deserve better and stuff. And I even feel like he's starting to get a little emotional. Yeah. And she's like, you're not paying attention to what I'm saying. Yeah. Which is, I understand about the finals. It's just you acting like an asshole. What I have a problem with. Right. But then he starts getting really defensive yeah. and telling her, I'm not going to let you assassinate my character or something it just going on and on, and she that's when she just gets mad, and she's just like, what the fuck is your problem? Yeah, well, I think so. it really went off the rails when he said, like, oh, let's, you know, you're not ready for a final, oh, uh, you yeah, know, or whatever he said. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, my God, you're starting an apology, but then you end it by insulting her. And then, you know, like, what am I supposed to tell my son at home that I didn't win the money because you were nice to me, or, you know? It's just like, holy shit, this went from what was supposed to be an apology to now you're just insulting her more. Like, you're adding insult to injury here. This is not... Yeah. And then he pulls out yeah. his, like, oh, I didn't I didn't lie. I broke a promise. I didn't lie. I broke a promise. Yeah. Fuck off, man, with that shit. That's the same thing. I don't yeah. know. I didn't like any of this, man. Me neither. And then uh, Abby says he keeps calling her Tula to let her know it's serious. Yeah. Oh, I'm so, not talking to Big T. I'm talking to Tula. All right. Yeah, whatever. Okay. This, yeah. So I feel like at the end of the day, he basically apologized to make himself feel better yeah, and not to make her feel better. And I think that's the big problem. Yeah. He wanted to leave that conversation with big T saying like, Oh, you did the smart thing. You did the right thing. I totally understand why you did it, but the yeah. conversation was never going to end that way. So just try to make amends, try to stay friendly. Yeah. I, I, I think big T would have been receptive to a straight up apology of, you know, Yep. I was I was being an asshole. I, I I shouldn't have treated you that way, and I'm really sorry. I think Big T yeah. would have been been receptive to that, even if he just would have went, "Hey, I, you know, I was still high on my win. I went a little crazy. I shouldn't have. I'm sorry." Yeah, literally, that probably would have been the end of it. Yep. But yeah, he he completely fucked that up. Yep. It made me really really not happy with him. But yeah, me too. I love CT, but this is part of CT. He's just, he's sort of a, he's sort of an asshole. This is part of who he is. So, yeah. Uh, Let's see. Seth says, I see it differently. He respects her. So he was trying to be a hundred percent honest with her instead of fronting for the show. He was like, I like you, but you aren't ready for the final. And I need someone who is his apology. Wasn't that great, but I get what he was trying to say. Yeah. See, Seth, I think you're missing the point too. She didn't need an apology for him switching partners. She needed an apology for the way he switched partners. Yeah. Which made her look like an idiot and made her embarrassed. Yep. Um, I learned it in marriage therapy. You never end an apology or you never say the word, but when you're talking, when you're apologizing 
like right when you're about to say the word but you just stop so if yeah. ct would have said like i love you a lot but i don't think you can run a final yeah just cut the butt just don't don't do that part yep. and say the rest and it's something that's better all you have to do is stop just stop yep if he would have cut off the end of his apology it would probably would have been fine yeah but- it is. It's it's a difficult thing to do to just say like I am totally wrong, and that's it. It's to, it's difficult to do that. It's everybody wants to be, be sort of defensive and explain themselves and stuff, but that doesn't help mend the relationship that you're trying to mend. Anyway, um, the thing I like, she gets mad and stands up for herself, which yeah. is good for her. Yep. Fuck you, CT. Tells him to fuck off and the. I think she mentions it in her confessional. I know she mentioned it at the uh, crater. Fuck it. I'll just start voting for him. I don't care. Yeah. Good for you. She says she's a major grudge holder and not just for the rest of the season, but every time they play together, uh, she's coming for CT. Um, Which CT is probably not threatened by that, but um, good for you. Yeah. Go for it, big team. Let's see. Ryan says CT was trying to do his cams relationship. What he did for him and Big T, way over the top. 20. I don't know what you're talking about, Ryan. That sounds drunk. Ryan, uh, I followed that perfectly. How Remember when CT was, you know, quote unquote, stuck with Big T? He didn't get to choose Big T. Big yeah. T was sort of thrust upon him. And he was like, yes, let's do it, Big T. Here we go. We're going to do it. And like kind of got her pumped up and feeling good about being a partner. Uh, Ryan is saying he was trying to do that for Cam. Uh, the difference uh, is I don't think Cam needs that. Cam's oh. going to fucking smash this thing no matter what. Big T needed yeah. it. Cam doesn't. So, Yeah. Gotcha. I understand. I just that read it as a, as a sentence weird, but whatever. Me and Ryan, you know, we just get each other, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We're on the same page. Yeah. Um, so she goes inside, starts complaining to Gabby. Um, you know, is what it is. Just uh, basically fuck him and she'll, she'll do her own thing from now on. It's good for yeah. her. Yep. Uh, Nam returns. Apparently, got a back injection, which uh, Amanda Amanda's had back problems in the past, as I mentioned. Uh, I think in the pre-show, uh, or at the beginning of the episode, or whatever. Um. So yeah, it seems like this is just a steroid injection into your into your spine. Which yeah, Amanda's had or cortisol sometimes. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. They can shoot some shit in uh, and just sort of kill the pain for a while. Cortisol is a steroid, I believe. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. They injected something into him. I'm assuming it's the same thing. Uh, Amanda says it's it's really good about relieving pain, but mm-hmm. she thinks that a situation like this, like it's still not going to do anything for him. Like he would just have to not do anything for like another two weeks to let it heal up. But right, yeah. You know. Um, and it says no, they needed it together because he burnt Cam earlier in the season. But yeah. Timmy boy, we do it special. <laughs> Wolfie sounds jealous. <laughs> Sorry, bro. You can have it. Um, Seth uh, says Cam will stay with anyone she thinks she will win with. She hated being paired with Kyle at first, too. Yep. Uh, Sw- Swanny or Swanny says, will Cam stay with CT? I think at this point, their goal is to just be left alone. They both got their gold yeah. goals. So yeah. I don't think that we're going to, I mean, I no. would not. If, if I was, if I had a gold school and was paired with somebody with a gold goal, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change. I don't see the point. Mm. Yeah. Um, one of the things I was waiting to see what Darrell was going to do. He suck with Amber, mm-hmm. but I'm like, if he picked like somebody without a skull, like that would be the dumbest thing in the world. 
Yeah. Because at some point you're going to have to volunteer your team to go down there. Mm -hmm. If you both have skulls, you don't have to volunteer shit and you just have to keep yourself out of elimination. Yep. So. Yep. Better to win and get double agent status. But if you don't do that, all you got to do is stay out of elimination. Yep. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Leroy and Casey have a nice little chat. They said they don't really talk a lot at the house, but they're, they've been such a good team. They don't have to talk at the house. They kind of just get there. Amanda brought up that she can tell these are people who have played uh, team sports before. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to have like this crying and sobbing like relationship with your partner. You can just, all right, time to get work done and you go do it. And you know, you don't make a big, uh, a big uh, dramatic deal about it. Like some of these people seem to do. Yeah, I agree with that. But I, I also think it's weird that they can be living in the same house together and be partners in the game and not really talk in the house. Yeah. Like that's a little strange. There's no bad blood between well, them. You'd think they'd have a lunch every once in a while together or something, you know? Well, I think they talk. I think it's just, they don't talk like game talk at the mm-hmm. house. They just okay. kind of go about do the thing. I'm sure they see each other in the hall. They'll say something. Yeah. Sit down, you know, whatever, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, so Anissa's nervous because there's no there's been no challenge and it's getting to midday. Uh, but of course, in the astute editing of MTV, as soon as she says this, the uh, challenge activated thing goes off. Um Nom's not very happy because he's still laying in bed. <laughs> yep. He says, oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have that in my notes. Um, uh, my yeah. favorite part with this challenge activated is that the challengers have absolutely no urgency. Like, there's yeah. colors flashing and these, you know, challenge activated, challenge activated. And they're just all just sort of sitting around like, huh, that's kind of weird. I wonder what's going on. Like, aren't you supposed to be doing something? Put on your sneakers or something? What are you doing? Yeah. Kyle's Kyle's laying in bed like, oh, this fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Big T and is still there, like consoling and comforting Nam, which I get. Nam can't really move yeah. very quickly. But again, just sort of like having a really calm chat yeah. while these lights are blaring in the background. Yeah, She says that if there's any like back back work to do that, she'll she'll take care of it. So yeah. she's trying to be a good partner. Yep. Um, so everybody, uh, gets to the, gets to a weird warehouse. TJ standing in the middle of the room in a spotlight, uh, before they start, TJ singles out Nam, tells them, so you got to go to the hospital where it is. You are not medically cleared to compete. Mm-hmm. He gets really upset. Everybody hugs him. He leaves. Yep. Yep. Uh, big T's now a rogue agent. Yep. Are we going to see Nam again? Wolfie? Uh, I think so. As long as his physical health i'm sure uh holds up um you know yeah could be could be one of those things it's a one and done but it seems like he really enjoyed himself at the idea of being on this show yeah the experience with lolo did not help but yeah took it took it real seriously that he had to leave he was crying and stuff um i i hope we see him again i really liked him i liked he's just like a calming presence in the house um he looks like a, a dominating beast. I'd like to see more of that. I'd like to see more of that. Yeah. Put him in a headbanger elimination. I'd like to see that. Put him in a more of like an individual stuff rather than a team competition would be good. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I hope we see him again. We'll see. I yeah. hope so. Uh, CJ tells Big T she's got to, she can sit and pay attention 
because the next, uh, you know, elimination will determine her new partner. Um, and then he goes on to explain, this is called Mission Survive the Night. So they're going to lock the partners together, like, in chains, like, connect them in chains. And then they're locked in these cells, and they have to complete some weird tasks in grueling conditions. Um, some sort of, like, torturous existence or whatever. And then whoever completes all their shit and gets out first is the winner. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, I'm sure we'll get another another uh, uh, rundown next next episode. Yep. So if you're Big T, you're like, wait, I can't compete in this, but I'm supposed to hang out all fucking night? (laughs) (laughs) This is bullshit. Yeah, can I go home and nap while the rest of these people do it? Jesus. Yep, TJ says, your night of hell begins right now. Yeah, and they make it this big old dramatic thing where he's he's the one locking all the competitors, like all the chains together and stuff. Everybody's like, TJ, how bad is this going to be? He's just horrible. Yeah. But he said that, but I was thinking TJ has no fucking clue how bad this is going to be. He doesn't even know what's going on in this thing. (laughs) They just head back to his hotel room to go to sleep. That's what he's doing. Yep. They said, they said, Um, TJ, go rattle those chains over there. Make it look like you're locking them up. Oh, okay. I'll just go fucking around with this thing. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, like you said, he tells them your night begins right now. And then all of the lights start like flashing in random orders. And then there's this weird, like nails on a chalkboard type sound. Yeah. And we're assuming this is going to be going on the entire night while they're trying to compete, trying to figure out what the fuck they're supposed to do. Yep. And that would be pretty terrible. I would say, fuck this. Can I just quit and go home? <laughs> I would too. I mean, really, there there is some strategy in that maybe. If you don't really need to win double agent, if you've already got your old school, you're feeling pretty safe, maybe you just call it call it a day early. Just like, eh, yeah. just not gonna do this one. Yeah. But, but they probably yeah. would be like, Well, if you're gonna quit, you just gotta sit there until it's over. <laughs> and right. be like, oh fuck. <laughs> Can I get some headphones? So, right. So yeah, I don't know. That's the end of the episode. What a bullshit episode. It was. Well, we've got some time to kill, so if you don't mind, Wolfie, I want to stand up on a soapbox and complain about this season a little bit. Sure, go for it. Um so I I really liked the beginning of this season. We're getting we're in the in the lull of the middle that is just sort of boring and draining to watch. Sure. Um and I, I think MTV made this season exceptionally long because of COVID. Yeah. Uh, there is no reason to have them every episode be an hour and a half tonight. We saw a perfect example of a, of an episode that could have been an hour and I wouldn't have missed anything. Um, mm. cut a lot, cut out a lot of the drama. A lot of that fucking hot spring stuff was stupid. Um, yeah, I, I wish that the challenge was, was back to, you know, 10 to 12 episodes, an hour long each leave us wanting more instead of just like exhausted by watching the fucking show. But that's just me. Yeah. Do you feel that way that Wolfie about this season? Or are you, uh, I don't think I'm as uh, negative on it as you are, but I do agree that I've said for multiple seasons now that there is no reason uh, for these episodes to be an hour and a half. Yeah. You could easily cut some of this shit out and, uh, you know, make it a nice svelte uh, hour long episode and be perfectly fine and not lose anything important. Yeah. So, 
Uh, me and Ryan have disagreed on this. I think part of the reason, too, that I don't like them being an hour and a half is that it makes these podcasting nights like last super fucking long. Yeah. Um, but that's that shouldn't bother you listeners, you loyal listeners. Yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, we try to do it right after the show. If we maybe did it like we used to do, like a day the mm-hmm. next day or something, it wouldn't be as bad. But, yeah. Yep. It's a little grueling. Uh, Tim, do we have any reviews? Oh, you know we do. Whenever we get a couple bad ones, the uh, the challenged fans clap back with some positive ones. So thank you yeah. to everybody that does that. Um, let me, I got to figure out where we left off here. Uh, Joey Bing says best podcast period. You guys are great. Wolfie, you're his spirit animal. Oh. The goofing, on, Thanks. <laughs> the goofing on Josh is a public service. You guys cover all the shows exactly how you guys cover the show exactly how I want it covered. So I'm definitely a mark for your podcast. I just wish you did podcasts for all my shows. I'm definitely going to be throwing some love slash money your way. Thumbs up emoji. Thank you. Um, we are. We do have more shows coming. We're going to do the real world back to New yeah. York thing or whatever they're calling that. Yeah, that starts tomorrow, as mm-hmm. we saw on the commercials. Uh, so we may not do it right away. Yeah, but uh, maybe after the season's over, we'll do it as some filler, some filler content before the next season starts because we may have a little bit of a gap. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, Challenge All Stars. It's on that same Paramount whatever streaming thing. Well, That's plus, yeah. When does that that starts like pretty soon, doesn't it? I have no idea. Right. If they were smart, they would do it after this reunion thing. I don't know how long this is supposed to last, but yeah, we'll see. But we're we're gonna cover some other shows. I think I'll start a Survivor podcast when that comes back. Yeah. Um, so we're we're getting some other shows. Uh, all right, Meg Collie says I like this podcast as much as TJ likes Trivia Day. I found this podcast about a year ago. Like some, uh, like a lot of the people that listen, I don't have anyone in my life that watches the challenge. So I went looking for some virtual friends. Amanda, Tim, Brian, misspelled, and Hillary, also misspelled, feel like friends. That's <laughs> uh, all right. That I'd have in real life and make Thursdays at work much better. They're all wonderful humans, and this podcast is definitely worth a listen. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Very kind. Add 2229 says, enjoy listening. Uh, I've been a huge challenge and Big Brother fan for a long time, so I love listening to podcasts after the show has aired that I really and I really enjoy this podcast and love Wolfie's humor. Look at you, Wolfie, getting That's some shout-outs. Right. Humor Thanks. with the Will humor. you suck my dick? <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Josh saying that, not me. You're not asking AD2229 to suck your no. dick? No, uh, but Josh will. And it's humor with uh, O-U-R at the end, so maybe this person's a Brit. You ma. I prefer to hear more of their opinions about what is going on, views on cast members, etc., rather than just a recap of the show. Would love more conversations and jokes and never stop making fun of Josh. It is hilarious. Yeah. Um, fun of Josh. Well, no question will we keep doing that. Um, unhappy followed by a bunch of numbers says five stars to sugar bear. This review is just for you, sugar bear. I don't review podcasts typically, but I'm giving the challenge pod five stars because of your ignorant and idiotic review of their pod. Obviously you are a fan of Josh or possibly his mommy coming to his defense, accusing this pod of some sort of racial bias. When you have, when, when, if you have listened to these guys for years, like I have is completely off base and offensive in conclusion, go fuck yourself, sugar. 
Whoa. Starting internet <laughs> beefs between reviewers. It's going to be great. Yeah, we'll moderate this. Uh, by that, I mean not at all. Uh, thank you for that um, support. It's great. Um, Mazman426, Scott, says, best of the best. Love this podcast. You feel like you're sitting with friends talking about the challenge. You can tell they are longtime fans with a lot of knowledge about the history of the show. They give honest opinions about the challengers, regardless of how much they like or hate them, not including Josh, who everyone hates no matter what. Amanda, Wolfie, Tim, a.k.a. Big Swaggy T, or whatever that it is this given week, uh, are the best of the best. Hillary is great, too, even though she's not on here anymore. Can't say enough positive things about this podcast. Yeah. Very nice. Thank you. That's it. Go. Thanks, everybody. Uh, one other thing I meant to bring up that I forgot. Uh, apparently, Lolo is going around saying that production made her quit. Oh, yes. we Yeah, we haven't talked about this. Yes. Um, so I don't remember the specific details, but she's basically saying that um, maybe she said something that made production uneasy, so they made her to quit before they kicked her off or something like that. Yep. Um, and then she said that the uh, drop zone challenge for last week was um, staged. Mm-hmm. That uh, Big T and CT like went past the drop zone, and that that was cheating. Um, and all this stuff, and they made her quit. And so she's basically trying to throw production under the bus. But then this week, Devin came to everybody's defense and Darrell even too mm-hmm. saying that uh CT and big T did not cheat. It was not staged that uh, the way the rules were explained to them has had nothing about having to actually land in the drop zone, like in a specific area, yep. just that this, the area was marked off for them to know when to drop. Um, and the Darrell was actually trying to do that too, but Amber uh, misunderstood it when he started doing a countdown or something. Right. Um, and that uh, production didn't make Lolo quit. So I guess it's oh. whoever you want to believe. Oh, they! I haven't heard that. They oh, maybe they, maybe they didn't say that, and I just threw that on the end of it. But oh. um, at the very least, it was a stage, and that Lolo's just making up stuff to explain her horrible performance. Right. Yeah, um, I'm not. I'm not sure. I care about that. I think that Lolo is just a bad sport when she loses, and she always tries to yeah. think of a reason why she lost. I think that's kind of what happened with that drop zone stuff. Um, but then, yeah, the, they asked her to quit apparently based on uh, something that she said in front of Josh and Casey, and Josh and Casey reported it to production. Yeah. Um, Lolo does not deny saying it, but she says that it was taken out of context and, uh, you know, blown out of proportion and it did not involve harming someone else. That is all the specifics yeah. that we've gotten. Um, yeah. so I don't know what that means. If she, I, I don't know, threatened self-harm or something. I don't know. Um, but they basically asked her to quit. And so she did. Yeah. Interesting. So we'll never see her again. Yeah, probably not. It's too much of a liability. I think if if she's saying stuff that makes them want her, makes them force her to leave. So, mm-hmm. yep. And I'm so. I I don't think I care about not seeing her again. I liked Me that either. she's so athletic. I wanted to see uh-huh. her just fucking dominate these things, but we never really got to yeah. see it. So I'm I don't need to watch her have her meltdowns anymore. 
Yeah. Agreed. I saw on some other challenge group that people were posting videos of interviews with her after she performed poorly at like uh, Olympic trials and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then basically pointing out that every time she does poorly, she always blames something else. Yeah. It's never it's her ne- fault. It's never just, she did bad. It's just, here's why I did bad. And it definitely was not my fault. Right. So, in a way, it's in a, in a way that's kind of sad, isn't it? Like what a way to go yeah. through your life to be that type of person. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have much patience for it. Watching on my television set. Yeah. Uh, Seth says Lolo out Louise Hazel in please, which I yes. agree with. Bring in Seconded. Louise. She was awesome. Definitely. So we'll see. Uh, Sawani says rumors. She planned to quit two days before the Olympics cutoff date. Mm. Probably. Who knows? Maybe. Either I way, know. I hope she's gone forever. <laughs> yeah, I do too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you have anything else? No. All right. That's enough. That's more than enough. <laughs> well, head over to challengepod.com. Uh, join the Facebook group like we've been plugging. Uh, all kinds of stuff gets posted in the Facebook group. So stop by, check it out. Comment, make friends with other challenge watchers. Since a lot of people tell us, hey, my friends don't watch the show anymore. So I have nobody to talk to about. Well, you can talk to them in this uh, group. There you go. He's a big fan. So there you go. Uh, listen uh, to Midnight Drive-In. Sure. Uh, listen to Internet Freak Show. Sure. Uh, br- Brace in Place. Uh, sure. And then any other show that I can't think of? Couch Pilots. It's a better, Couch it's a better podcast than this one, and I was on an it episode of Second Guesters. We should, we should accumulate all the ones that like you and me and Amanda have done so people can listen if they want. It's a fun show. It is. Uh, join the Patreon. Uh, lots of fun stuff. Like Tim said, he's going to be sending out some more Valentine's cards for some uh, some late uh, joiners mm-hmm. who uh, want some. So still time to get that. Uh, I think that's it. Um, I guess for this episode of Challenge, this has been Brian. Uh, big swaggy sweet tea. And as uh, CT said, uh, be right back. Quick snack. The challenge. The challenge. The challenge. The challenge.